Wonky Gamer, thermonuclear popcorn. Like a phoenix from the ashes, we have returned with a new cast. You may know me from previous episodes. I'm Steph, and this is... Dead. And I'm Remy. Um, we'll be covering a mixture of games and platforms, but in particular, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC. We want this to be a community podcast, so we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section. Any suggestions you have for games you would like to be covered would be great. Also, let us know what you liked and didn't like. That way we can create content you, the community, want. Um, you can also let us know your feedback as well through our email address, which is thermonuclearpopcorn at gmail.com. We're still new at this. Be gentle with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get into the news then, I suppose? The kind of things that have been going on this week in gaming news. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose the first big one um, would be the whole Battlefield and Call of Duty trailers that have seemed to led to yeah. pretty big reactions. Yeah, the the two reveals. I mean, the the Battlefield trailer has confused me straight away though, because I, I knew there was a Battlefield Four, but this is apparently Battlefield One. That's so. because it's set in World War One. Ah, right. Okay, they're doing something clever with the number there. Yes. That just left me confused. They've rebooted the numbering sequence. More than likely. But the the trailer's got a very interesting cover of the Seven Nation Army. Um, Played very Ah. fast. But uh, the video for it looks really good. It covers... uh, It appears that the game's going to be covering air combat, naval combat. Uh, There's going to be tanks rolling around. uh, And horses. Horses, awesome. Horses. I mean, I, I've only viewed the the video briefly, but the the graphics looked absolutely outstanding. Really impressive. Is it like the the thing is about the trailer? It does say in I think it says something like in engine footage. Yeah. But I don't know how much of it is actually. The real actual engine and how much they've put it up to go get everyone excited. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if like, some of the the animations, like and the flowing from like the movement of the like uh, the avatars of like the characters and stuff is like maybe that's more scripted than the reality yeah. of the game. I don't know though. Yeah, it, they'll all put a trailer together to show off the game's game engine's full capabilities. Mm. Yeah, and it, it will be as smooth as possible because they want to give the best impression of the game. Overall, uh, it looks like it's going to be a very good game. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, they've got horrible history over the last few years of um, gating content via DLC, which I think can make it quite difficult for an online game because it ends up with like, a slowly dwindling community as those who buy as the less people buy it. Yeah. At the end of the day, we'll have to wait and see how well it does. Um, I know that uh, pre-orders are available for it now, though. Coming out in October, isn't it, as well? Uh, Yeah. I'm sure it's pretty soon. It's not too far um, away. And then you've got um, Call of Duty won't be far behind. Which got absolutely slammed. Yeah, 21st of October. Battlefield 1. 
I mean, you know, why they are so decide why it has got so panned? Um, I mean, from chatting to, I mean, I'm not really a Call of Duty fan to be honest, but from chatting to people that that are, uh, I think graphically it looks very similar to the last one that came out, and also it doesn't seem to have much. Uh, I mean, it does seem to have some weird thing in space which looks quite cool, but it it doesn't seem to have. Uh, that much distinct from the old one. From what I've heard. I think the players were mostly expecting uh, a return to normality, effectively. Um, with a, a normal theme rather than a tech theme. Or, or yeah. futuristic tech theme. Um, um, someone uh, mentioned to me that it seems they're a bit tired of uh, jetpacks. But I like jetpacks. As long as I can get somewhere high and snipe. Yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, it's quite odd to see sort of the difference in directing because it, it's I think it's called Infinite Warfare, isn't it? The the new yeah, the it. reveal trailer is certainly Infinite Warfare. It's funny how that's that seems to be going. I think it's going a little bit further in the future than the previous Call of Duty. I'm not too sure about that, but that's that's the impression I got. Where there's battlefields going all the way back. Yeah, they're, they're really at opposites, aren't they? They've mm. gone for two, and it—I mean, it's nearly up to one million dislikes. Just looking here on YouTube for the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer, and it's got almost what four, three or four times more dislikes than likes. Yes. Likes are 241,000. I mean, I've just had a look through some of the comments on it, and a lot of the people are saying, oh, we've just come here to look at the dislikes. Uh, trying to get to 1 million dislikes. Uh, hashtag road to 1 million. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, but then again, you've got the old um, negative publicity is good publicity. Exactly. The more people uh, talking about it being having a million likes, or ad free advertising they're getting, basically. Well, I saw a comment before that said it was the eighth most disliked video on YouTube currently. Wow. Uh, uh, even above Miley Cyrus, so... Quite God. impressive. Uh... Well, it didn't seem that bad. Attempt. <laughs> I don't know, the space combat could be interesting. Um, depending on what Zero G or very it depends on a lot of different factors. Yeah, but it... I've always found it hard to get into the Call of Duty games though, because I am a, a really casual gamer, and every time I've ever tried to step into one, literally, I turn a corner and I'm dead. Never been able to get into them. I think that's the thing. It's like I think I mean I've played. Counter Strike and sort of other PC games like strategy games and things, but I think there's probably a whole meta to it and a way of playing that is. But as a new player, you just seem like everyone knows the trick and you you just don't. Yeah, but I have that with with most shooters now. I don't really play them very much. I'm I just get absolutely destroyed. Yeah, it feels like, because all of the Call of Duties, they are fairly similar in how they all work. So, if you've got all the experience and all of those titles all the way along, 
when it comes to me trying to jump in. I'm miles behind. Yeah. I mean, I've had that with games like League of Legends, and it's the same with, uh, I'm sure Dad's had with StarCraft. Uh, it's pretty hard to get. It's like, it's very difficult to get friends involved who haven't played it before to yeah, actually yeah, play yeah. at a level where it's like, both have fun. I've always been intrigued right, by stuff. League of Legends, but I've never played it yet, so we we should do a video of uh, you teaching me, a complete noob to it, how to, to play League of Legends. I'm up for that, definitely. That would certainly, I think, make for an interesting viewing. <laughs> Again, they could let us know in the comments whether that is something people want to see from us. Yeah, that would be good, actually. See what people think. Uh, what else? Oh, you go. You go, Dad. With, with StarCraft. Yeah. You've cut out there. Hello. Ah, can hear ah. you again now. Yeah, with StarCraft, it's very much a case of once you get on the leaderboard, you've got to try and maintain and improve, and it does become a little bit taxing at times. Can you still play sort of unranked games, like yeah, normal yeah. games? You can play unranked and friendlies and stuff like that, but if you're trying to play competitively, it's it is you're fighting tooth and nail. Yeah. I had the same thing with League of Legends, it's just very... You have to have a lot of time to invest in it, really, as well. Yeah, to keep on top of the meta. Yeah. And also to keep up on your reflex, I mean, StarCraft's probably even more reflex-based than League of Legends. You have to, like, you have, like, a, yeah. what do they call it? Click per minute, or...? Uh, actions per minute. Yeah. APM, that's it. It's, if you look at some of the... the professional Korean guys and like the, the big leaguers, the guys that are at things like BlizzCon uh, in the finals, they it's insane, they're machines Right, wow It would just be if I tried to play against them it would be like just throwing an egg in the blender Yeah Koreans seem very good at computer games <laughs> competitively to be honest It's uh Korea's got the uh, was it South Korea's got the it's basically a sport esports is yeah. is their thing. They have regular competitions in stadiums and huge Ow. venues, thousands of people watching two guys playing a video game. It's the but, same with league. I mean, millions of people watch it live. The tournaments, big prizes as well. The, the yeah, that's the pretty top, cool. Top guys earn serious money out of it. It is ridiculous. But, uh, you know, I mean, as, as as you're saying, it's a sport over there. It's actually seen by, like, people go out to watch it in a very different way to the way that, say, people in the UK or Europe would, they watch online games. Yeah. Um, It's like football over there. Wow. That's pretty cool. I, I'd certainly, I think, rather watch uh, the gamers than football, to be honest. <laughs> the... But, yeah, okay. we... We should probably get back on topic as well. Yeah, <laughs> we've wandered a little. Right, but so, Battlefield. Call of Duty. Final thoughts, which, given a choice, would you uh, go for at the moment, just off the back of those two trailers? Battlefield. Battlefield Bad. looks really good. 
like tech battlefield still look the battlefield yes yeah. options more things oh you cutting out a bit there it looks like there's uh, more things to do in Battlefield, so more than likely Battlefield out of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm definitely Team Battlefield for now. I think I am, but I've always, I've never really liked Call of Duty. I've, I've always preferred Battlefield, but they kind of, for me, went off the boil a bit over the last two games because they were very much. Uh, they they got they didn't focus much on the destruction of environments, which I really loved. Yeah, change the battlefield. What was that? Change the battlefield. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we we should probably talk about Overwatch as well. Um, that's something we've all given a go because there's been a beta which you can join actually on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four. Uh, when does the beta end? It's on the ninth of on the ninth, so you got until tomorrow, and this yeah, as... goes out later. Then um, yeah, sorry for that, <laughs> you've missed it. <laughs> but we can at least give you our impressions if you yeah. did miss it. Um, and there, there probably will be a well, there there will be a sort of recorded stream version actually uh, on Dad's uh, on on Dad's uh, Twitch account, so we could link that in the. Uh, in the bottom of the, the video, or the uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, and he's actually just loading it up now, so you'll, you'll be able to get a little look at it. Um, also, it gives us something to talk around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what's everyone's initial thoughts on it? What I've played of it, it um, seems... But that's, that's blizzard. You're cutting out again, Dad. Hello. That's better. Yeah. Cable. Um, from what I've seen of it, it looks very rounded, very well rounded. Um, but that's I'd put that mainly down it to it being a Blizzard product. Um, Blizzard have a habit of not releasing a game unless they are perfectly happy. Well, almost perfectly happy with it. Yeah, it does feel very polished, even for a beta. I mean, I had no issues at any point. Uh, in the time I've spent with it, with it dropping connection or anything at all. Nope. Everything was quick. Uh, finding games I found to be literally at most 10 seconds, I think I waited uh, to be put into a game with other players. So, yeah, really good. Well polished. But for a beta as well, I don't think that's quite surprising that they... I mean, I'm not sure if anyone played it when it, when it released, but... Um... I mean, I haven't really heard anything about them having a massive issue with people downloading it and massive issues uh, with people loading it up with all, all the people trying to play it, because I'm sure a lot of people have given it a go, because it's really I, hyped. I, I've seen footage of um, Blizzard's main server, and it is huge. It processes about it's some stupid number, like 50 Blu-rays worth of music, uh, sorry, of data a second. So it's fifty. The contents of fifty Blu-rays every second. You know what is crazy, actually, um, with Blizzard? Because I mean that that's amazing where they've they've got to. But if you look at where they came from, um, yeah. I, I read an article actually uh, sometime this I can't remember a few months ago, 
Apparently, um, the Diablo 2 Battle.net uh, service was on one computer. Really? Apparently, yeah, because it, it didn't have a lot to, to sort of... Process, yeah. yeah. But absolutely crazy that they it's come from that to what we have now. Yeah. But, I mean, the polish definitely shows on the game. Yeah. So... I mean, when you do just jump in, uh, it recommends you play the, the free sort of tutorial levels uh, just to get a feel for it. And they are very basic. You can just dive straight in to the game if you're familiar with shooters at all. Sorry. Yeah, that's just... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, people did different things. I mean, I, I just jumped right in. Um, and I mean, I tried a few characters and found. I mean, the the one I sort of settled on was the Reaper for a little bit, which yeah, I'm currently running. Around which you're running right. around with now, aren't you? And they're, you they're seem to good. fall right into it. I I preferred the Sentry character, Bastion. I, I found I used him a lot more because ah. he just seemed to have. If you're in the Sentry mode, you found yourself at a nice position, then you can absolutely hose the other team. <laughs> it's brilliant. But the Reaper, I never quite got the hang of. As I say, I'm very casual, so normally a game like this, I'd expect to die instantly. But yeah. I found it was accessible, and I did have time to actually join in and get involved in the fights. That, At the moment, it's that's accessible. That's a sort of trademark Blizzard thing. Mm. I do think, though, it'll get meta games pretty soon. Yeah, you can always... I found I could already feel that kind of setting in. The people that have played it all the weekend, it's been out. They'll have been on non-stop, stuff like that. And yeah. they know all the maps already. The best places to hide. Yeah, and you can really tell the difference between a casual player like me and uh, one guy I was up against that literally he was just all over the map and uh, obviously knew it. <laughs> and and that did make a difference oh, in knowing the, the tricks with each of the characters, but each one is really quite different, so... Yeah, the the skill sets are very different. I think I'm quite, quite interested to, to sort of see what it, what it turns into, really, as, as a game. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a team-based shooter, basically. Um, there is no... Uh, story mode that I can see yet. It might be being uh, held back for uh, the actual launch. So, not giving away too much of the story in the single player. Oh, so, there yeah. is actually going to be a single player to it? There may not be. I, I honestly don't know. There, there is not like Blizzard to do a game without a, a single player. Right, okay. A, a story mode. Oh. It would be interesting to see what they did with it, because it does feel very like it is just geared for that team shooting. And your team, it, it really does make quite a big difference having the, the mix of characters on your team uh, for certainly the missions I played. I like how they've divided it into like the kind of support and... I suppose yeah, the, the four categories, your tank, your support... Uh, assault and defense. Yeah. 
I mean, it's you know, it'd be, it'd be interesting to keep an eye on because I'm, you know, how I mean, I don't know if they're thinking of get trying to get into esports with it or, or what. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like it'd be set up pretty well for that. Yeah, it seems it almost seems like a very modern version of Team Fortress. Right. Yeah. I I get that vibe, but I don't know. I don't know whether that's that's just because uh, I don't play a lot of a lot of shooters nowadays. But, I mean, the vibe I got from it was actually really old school time splitters. Oh yeah, yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, so I, I don't know whether it's a, a bit of the art style or the. The art style is very um, Pixar. It, yes, it, it is. Looks like a movie, especially yeah. the trailer. The opening trailer is absolutely brilliant. Don't know if I took the time to watch that. I might have just dived in. I think I just sk- I skipped everything. <laughs> yeah. they, they haven't included it. it in the. Um, oh, is it just on no, YouTube somewhere? Logo loading up, but right. Okay. Um, I've seen on BlizzCon streams and uh, several times on YouTube as well. Uh, the the full sort of basic storyline, and it it looks like it could be taken straight from a a superhero movie. Oh, wicked! Oh, brilliant. But no, it, it will be interesting to find out more about it as it develops, and we don't have that long to wait for it coming out either, do we? It's, uh, Overwatch is fourth of May, I think. Will it have ranked play? I, I'd, so. I'd expect it to have the ranked play. I mean, the way I got into the game when I loaded it up, I didn't just dive straight in. I did take my time, go through each of the tutorials. And uh, the the second tutorial practice I found really useful because there's just one little room and then some bots you can go out and kill. It gives you a chance to try out every single character and and see what they do. And and that was for me was great fun because then I could get a feel for each character and find the ones that actually I like that one. That one I've got no idea how to use yet, and and just progress from there. Then a, an AI game to sort of just ease me into it before I went up <laughs> against real players. Because, as I say, very casual gamer, I, I expected it against real players to turn around the corner and die instantly. But that that wasn't the case. It was really fun just to get into. But, yeah, I mean, it is quite it's quite a fun game to literally just pick up and play, isn't it? Which um... yeah. Thought was good, really. I mean, it isn't necessarily my type of game, um, just because I don't really play shooters that much um, yeah. nowadays. It's a lot more kind of. I mean, I still play a bit of League, but I quite like strategy games. Um, yeah, RPGs. Um, let's have a look. So, what's everyone's sort of final thoughts on Overwatch at the moment? Uh, it looks really good. It's, yeah. It plays really well. as not a lot of technical difficulty to it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I agree, actually. I mean, I think, I think they'll become a sort of weird metagame with it, probably, at some point. But to actually get into it, it's very, very straightforward. Pick up and play, definitely. Yeah. I mean, as we were saying, like, you know, I mean, I just jumped in, but I mean, you... you you know, I mean, you found that when you first started playing it, it just kind of, you didn't just get absolutely slaughtered. 
Yeah, um, no, I felt I could actually make an attempt at the game, which is a really nice feeling when when you are such a casual gamer and when I've tried things like Call of Duty and literally you spend most of the time waiting to respawn in. Mm. For this, actually getting to run around and in, in some cases do well enough to end up with my, my name on a little medal type thing <laughs> and then the players can vote for, yeah, they did a great job, etc. So... Oh, that like felt that. really good. It's it's quite it's a good little aspect to it actually. At the end, you know, you have a good match, and then they'll sort of highlight you, or people can sort of like who they thought did really well, and that kind of thing. It is great, isn't it? Yeah, kind of yeah. just keep it, you keep you hooked. But I think that's what Blizzard are particularly good at with their games. Yeah, keeping you hooked. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I found it to be a really fun game. I, I'm just worried about the longevity of it. Because, yeah, and play, great fun for a weekend. But I don't know whether I'd keep being and playing. Just because the nature of the game, it's not something I'd, I'd normally do. Um, Depends on but the... if you had a team of you all together, and you're all trying to rank up together, and you got got your moves down, and mm. then that, I think, would be great fun and would would give it more legs. So definitely, if the, you know, a handful of people. A, a clan system for it. Yeah. It, it won't be very long before that's... In, uh, it's, it'll either be packaged with it when, it cut, when it's released, or they will um, create it afterwards. Probably give yeah. people a chance to get used to the game before they stick a clan in. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like quite a bit of fun. I think um, I think a lot of it as well depends on how much they invest in it as an eSport, if they are playing yeah. that, and also how much people sort of pick up on it as a, you know, as, as, as a game they'd want to play, sort of that religiously. I think it's only yeah. got the makings of it, though. It definitely does, I think. As I say, it was a lot of fun. I also think with Blizzard that <clears throat> at the moment anything they release is going to get a hell of a lot of people playing playing it. Yeah. Oh, it's so, their f- it is their first attempt at uh, a shooter. Yeah. So I I would say it's looking like it's going to be a success, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, for, I think for a shooter it's, it is pretty damn good. I mean, I think it's got that... It's almost got... Like, controls-wise, it feels a bit like Halo. It does, yeah. It's familiar enough that you can just jump in. You know what I mean? Compared to, like, Call of Duty. Yeah, definitely. I did like how the, the mechanics and stuff worked for it. Ouch. What else have we got as well? I mean, there, there's some other news that we could sort of touch upon. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo at E3. Yeah. So, yeah. they're literally uh, only taking Zelda to E3. Um, doing a full day's worth of streaming of the game, which is... Would, would that not show the whole game by the end of the stream? Yeah, there's been a lot. A lot of the media sort of been saying, well, how are they going to do that? Like a full day's worth and will it ruin the magic of trying the game out? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Surely that's one of the main points of the Zelda games is the exploration and yeah. discovering it for yourself. You don't really want to have seen the whole storyline before you. Yeah, play I mean, it. what what I'm wondering that they might do is like show, like stream a bit of the game, and then they'll like go back to. Miyato, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there, there we go. Uh, they'll probably go back to him, he'll do a bit of a talk for an hour, and then they'll switch back and show something else, maybe. Yeah, it's just... It's a bit disappointing, though, isn't it? You it know, is, yeah. Nintendo. It shows how much they've already given up on the uh, the Wii U. Yeah, I mean, because they've, they've got the Nintendo NX coming out, I think, early next year. Yeah, and there's all kinds of rumours abounding for that, aren't there? Yeah, it's the uh, cartridge rumour is quite a popular one. Um, yeah. Which is cool. It should be nice to have a, a cartridge-based system again. I mean, it's yeah. just going to be a giant flash drive, basically. Um, they load really fast, don't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just exactly. Be a state, effectively, a solid-state drive. So mm. it'll be so interesting to see what they they do with the controllers, though. Nintendo. I think they have a history with controllers. They, if you look at the controllers for the PlayStation and the Xbox, and the ones they release for PC, they're all based on the Super Nintendo controller. Yeah. The basic <laughs> layout actually, yeah. and the D-pad. Yeah. But Nintendo's been trying to improve on that and change that for absolutely years. Yeah, they tried with the the the, motion the wave bird and the the Wii motes. Yeah, the Wii yeah the Wii remotes were a bit weird. I'm not compatible with them. <laughs> <laughs> I I found them great when my uh, son was born. Was actually the year the uh, the Wii came out, and so playing Zelda. Uh, with him in, cradled in my arm and using the thumbstick with the arm that's got him cradled there and then the the sword fighting with the other, it worked perfectly. <laughs> and it, it, my playing would always put him straight to sleep, so... Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so it was just the ideal thing. I kind of... I, I didn't... I don't know. I mean, it, I, I suppose it depends as well what... I mean, I, I did like the Wii Remote. Um, for some games, but I do kind of like sitting down and not moving much when I play games. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I suppose is a bit of the old school game room. I, I quite like the kind of, also that detachment as well from the game almost. Does that makes sense? Like if you're playing an yeah. RPG, just sit there and play it. Um, I think their second, I mean, I think their second, uh, you know, the, the Nintendo, uh, the Wii U. Yeah. I thought they made a real error with that controller. Yeah, it's just too massive. Yeah, it's quite um, big, but I price. That there's definite advantages to it. Because you've got the screen built into the controller, yeah. um, if someone else wants to use the TV, you can take the image from the TV and move it down, which mm. really helps. It has some really cool ideas, but... If you look at the, the big guys, the Xbox and the PlayStation, they've basically they've taken that idea. Uh, yeah. With Xbox, you've got the Windows 10 app, um, which I use quite a lot, to be fair. Um, yeah. Which allows you, if you're on the same, you have to be on the same network, and you can stream from your Xbox to any Windows 10 device. 
Um, the PlayStation has a game link system with the PS Vita. Yeah. So you can basically access your PlayStation from anywhere if you've got uh, the 3G version. Go yeah. away. Um, the yeah, the 3G version. You can access your PlayStation from anywhere and and remote play effectively. Um, yeah. Obviously, that requires SIM card and paying for a data stream and the rest. But it's also if you've got the Wi-Fi version, you just hop on the Wi-Fi wherever you are and access your PlayStation. I mean, it is. So. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I think I think they have sort of taken that idea and and run away with it because I, I think the problem is with the. I mean, I'm not sure how much the controllers are for the the Wii U. Um, the the screen controllers uh, they're yeah. irreplaceable. You cannot, what, sorry. you cannot buy them. You can't buy them separately. They really? Are, you can only yeah. buy them with the console? As far as I'm aware. Um, wow. Good God. The, the, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure through work we've not been able to replace them. So. Um, oh, wow. So what do you have to buy? Do they have yeah. a different type of controller? Uh, you can use uh, Wii Remote uh, controllers because all the old Wii controllers are they're the same it's the same piece of equipment they didn't repurpose uh, they repurpose that instead of just scrapping it completely yeah right basically player 1 has to use the screen uh, controller and then players 2 through 4 would use um, standard Wii remotes oh right or Wii motion remotes oh that's not as Bad then, I suppose, because I was thinking the price of getting those controllers would be phenomenal. Those controllers are about forty quid. Right. Has it's gone down a bit then? Yeah, they're, they're still cheaper than um, PlayStation Four, PS Four. Yeah, it's still a little bit cheaper than Xbox One controllers. No way. Wow. Yes. Well, maybe they did. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the thing is with Nintendo, it's it's difficult because there there's a lot of games that I do like. I you know, I wish I would have a Wii U to play, say, Barrier Car yeah. and the New Zelda, and trying to think what else they've got. Um, These guys so are you, clever. Do you think well, the the NX is their last chance to get it right then with a console? Nintendo's mm. got innate lovability, uh, obviously with characters like Mario and yeah. Zelda. Um, they did win the great Nintendo Sega War. The yeah, yeah they did. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't think Nintendo's ready to go to a software-only company. No, no, but definitely I don't not. Think they, do, they do try to innovate as, as much as they can. And they they yeah. tend to be really good at it. I mean, I love things like the 64 and the, the GameCube. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, 64 is amazing. GoldenEye. <laughs> oh, that, those are the days. But yeah, I mean, what, what I wonder, actually, though, I actually sometimes wonder whether Nintendo will be the last console standing because... They continually think... innovate. Well, not just that. I think, like, your PlayStation and your sort of Microsoft in after the next generation... I'm probably going to just do a streaming game service. Yeah, and not actually a game console. Mm. But then with Nintendo, you wonder, are they going to still... Use gonna... the consoles. I mean, yeah, with, with, kind of especially do... if they're going back to cartridges. 
there appears to be a, a push towards um, digital download for PC now. Um, mm. There's been a, a shift of uh, hard copies away from stores. Mm. So it's the yeah, things are heading that way. Things, it's the trouble is the the infrastructure for the the data content isn't quite there yet. We need more fiber optic, faster connections. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it will be a, a push towards that at some point, but I think uh, we're still going to see hardware, hard copies for now. For at least yeah. 10 years. Yeah, until the infrastructure's in place and and. But that's why I wonder stable. whether Nintendo will stay relevant yeah. while the others go to... I mean, they will st the others still stay relevant, but I wonder with Nintendo whether they'll like knuckle down on couch co-op and that kind of thing. Because that does seem to be missing a lot from games nowadays. I love couch co-op because I'm a big retro gamer and, and that's how I used to play all my games. So, well, but Isn't it nice to grab a beer with some Nintendo, friends? And just... Nintendo were very big on, yeah. on the couch co-op. Um, yeah. Xbox and PlayStation are moving away from it to solo experience. They're, they are. They're still getting the odd games coming through with, with uh, multiplayer or local mm. multiplayer. Um, they've recently worked it into Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 um, after not having it in the first one. Mm. Well, that's better. Because my son loved playing the first one, but if we could have played one, it together. The second one is really good. Play it, you can play it split screen and you can play it with AI bots. Um, the multiplayer is really good. Uh, the, there's a whole quest system in it as well. Um, like a oh, wicked. Experience. And the, the two opposing camps are basically on a, an open world map opposite, uh, basically with no man's land in the middle. Oh, wow. Ah. That sounds really interesting. Collectibles all over the place. There's loads of little uh, gold garden gnomes that you pick up and they work as a currency so you can unlock other things. It's really, really well put together. Oh, wow. And it's got that garden, uh, Plants vs. Zombies theme to it as well. So I have to have a look at that in the future. I it's, know my son would love to play yeah, that. That's the, the good thing about that is it is effectively my first shooter. Um, it's not over-violent for the kids. Yeah. And I like Definitely. Due to your um, Battlefield, the the more adult games that the kids play quite a lot. Yeah, Grand or, Theft Auto. Yeah, that, that's or even Halo. Halo. Halo feels a little less. It's a little less, but it's still kind of in between. Whereas mm. Plants vs Zombies is Cult very kid friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So weird though, because. Yeah. A lot of people that sort of play shooters, there tends to. I find that there tends to be a bit of a change as people get older that they start moving towards strategy and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether that's, that's the same for everyone, but. No, I definitely uh, prefer my strategy games now, I think. Mm. Just not quick enough anymore for the shooters. Certainly not Twitch shooters. Yeah, I. I can. Uh, well, I'm pretty flexible, really. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind shooters. I don't. I don't. I don't feel the the want to invest 
uh, real time in them. In the yeah, same real, way. real time strategies were my, they were my thing. That's what yeah. I was really good at. Um, but that's broadened out into things like cover based shooters with division. Um, yeah, so I am I, loving I, playing I really the division. Did you? I like the the aerial combat. Ah, oh. I'm really good at, at um, tailing people. I had a real issue with that game. A lot of people oh. did. I, what, what was your issue? Viewed it as a, a team-based shooter, um, whereas I viewed it as I'm an individual. My goal is I want to unlock that piece of armor, so I need to get <laughs> kills. <laughs> that was the best way to play it. Get the most the, kills. But my, my issue was to do with more to do with the company. Um, like the, there's various things, but there wasn't that much content in the game to start off with. Right, yeah. It looked amazing. It played pretty good, and I think it was really good as well for for like a casual gamer market. It's really good. Um, yeah. But when you look at Battlefield Two, which had it had like uh, space battles, it had loads of maps, it had you know straight out the door all of that. Um, and then on top of that, what I found disappointing was you know. Um, yeah, I mean, what 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 I found disappointing with it was the fact that you kind of uh, you had tokens to fly vehicles instead of actually vehicles themselves. First person. Yeah, I was yeah. disappointed with that because I was yeah, really looking forward to some of the aerial combat. Everyone would be flying the Millennium Falcon, and no one would be yeah. on the ground. So you have to have to limit it. You ca you can't have fifteen Millennium Falcons flying against fifteen slave ones because it just. Yeah, but they could make it work like they've done in Battlefield games before. You know I, mean? I mean, it's basically you've got a hero class ships, so yeah, um, I've I've regularly picked them up. I, I am that person, Falcon, <laughs> Falcon, Slave One. Um, but I like playing as them. That they, they they are just flying tanks. Yeah, that could segue quite nicely into. Another potential Star Wars game that there's yeah, been rumour about. Rumours about. Bioware are apparently making a Star Wars game for EA. That is exciting. Mm. There's got to be loads of people that want a, a new Kota free. Yeah. I'm not so sure, though, about Kota 3. Because they... Mm. Like, they've kind of done that with Tor, the Old Republic. Yeah. Yeah. MMO. It'll, it'll be a new uh, project, I imagine, to run along with uh, the new trilogy. It'd be nice if they set it in the current trilogy. Yeah, I, I think it'll be like a. It'll, if they've got any sense, they'll have it influenced by the, the, the three films. Yeah, I suppose it, they only went to Knights of the Old Republic during that time, it was the prequels. Yeah, it. it could have been. It's a difficult one, though. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a sort of OTOR-based Star Wars game, but a completely new story. It it could be something like a, a completely new Star Wars MMO. Don't really know a lot about oh, it at the moment. Well, it could, yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. It's, Would they it's do that, though? probably worth watching, but at the moment, I I have to admit, I'm not... So, I don't know what's coming for that one. Yeah. It's probably years off as well, because they're doing Mass Effect in 
Yeah, it's not going to be any time soon, probably. You'll have to excuse me if you keep hearing meows from my mic, because my cat's just come in and decided it's, it wants to be a star. Obviously. There's also Visceral Games doing a... apparently doing a Star Wars game. Um, that has the creative director from Uncharted, actually. Oh, now that could be interesting. Have any of you played Uncharted? I know it's a PS... Uh, no, I've primarily been exp- yeah, I haven't had a chance to, to play Uncharted yet, but everyone I've spoken to that has has, has loved it. Yeah, I've I didn't mind it, but then I kind of have come in I came into it really late, so I played the I've been trying to play the collection, which is like the H D collection on PlayStation Four. Um It does seem quite good, I'm sure at the time as well it was really kind of amazing, I suppose, with the technology. I can't say I've been like really sold on it, but that might just be me not liking, not getting into it. it yeah, it's not my type of game. It, it, it is good, at, you know, from what I've seen. It's just it doesn't necessarily cut the mustard for me. But I think these guys also did. What did they do? They did um, the Godfather games. Right. Oh, I think I've played one of those. Apparently, they. They helped on Battlefield Hardline as well, actually, in Dead Space. They did Dead Space. Oh, Dead Space, yeah. I really enjoyed Dead Space. Dead Space Dead is space backwards compatible, isn't it, now? It is, yeah. And they gave it away for free last month on Xbox oh, Live they? Games, yeah. I think it was last month. Because now I just downloaded it. I never gave it much of a go, actually. I think someone did give me a copy and I played it a little bit, but... Oh, it's enjoyable. It's kind of... creepy. Mm. Best description. It's creepy as well. <laughs> uh, I've heard if you play it with a uh, full surround sound system in the dark, it's supposed to be... Yeah. Yeah, I can, um, I can see how that would work. Hmm, where should we go next? Thinking, uh, sort of... Things that we're looking forward to. Okay. Or we could segue nicely into, seeing as we've mentioned one uh, recent Xbox Live game. Uh, the, wise man. The rest. What's actually coming out on PS4 and Xbox One free games this month. So what you can download. Okay, well should we start off with... Let's start off with Xbox One then. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave the floor to you guys. So, the games that are available to Xbox Live Gold subscribers this month on the Xbox One are Defense Grid and Qu- Costume Quest 2. Yeah, and Defense Grid's the one they've released from the 1st of May, and it'll run, of course, till the end of May. And then from the 16th of May, you'll be able to pick up Costume Quest 2. Now, I've given Defence Grid 2 a go, um, played a couple of hours worth, and it is your kind of standard tower defence sort of game, but there's there's enough variety in where you can place your towers, it was kind of fun, and uh, enough turrets to keep it interesting. But the, the really good thing about the game is there's so many different modes you can actually change into to really change up how you play the game, you can't 
One may be you've got to complete the level without upgrading any of your towers or lots of different ways you can change up the game to give it to get you to keep going back and playing again it looks like they even had a a couple of competitive modes on there for maybe uh, a bit of a rankings thing so yeah no it was good fun what did you find about uh did you manage to get a chance on it uh i haven't yet i'm only just getting caught up on Overwatch, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Just sound, um, I mean, I quite like tower defense games. Yeah, so do I. Again, it's the strategy thing. Yeah. And it's quite nice to go into one where there isn't kind of necessarily... Well, actually, I don't know how long it's been out, but... Might not be overly meta-fied at the moment. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Uh, did anyone play Costume Quest at all? It sounds quite like quite an odd game. Well, that's out on the the sixteenth of ah. May, um, so people will be able to. But I I have played it. Um, I must have actually bought it, but I I thought they released it for free another time. Um, but surely not giving the same <laughs> game away twice. So, but no, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like a a fun RPG light. Certainly, the the kids enjoyed it. Um, what okay. costume you wear depicts what kind of fighting abilities you've got. And you go around the neighbourhood, trick or treating, collecting candy, fighting the the bad guys that are trying to ruin Halloween. And yeah, it's just a, a good bit of fun. And it's got a quirky art style, so it, it's fun to watch. Cool. Should we move on to the PS4? Yeah. Um, I'm the only one that's given these a stab because I'm the only one with the PS4. Um, there were two games on the PS4. There were some others as well for the PS3, but we won't cover them. Um, so the the first was sort of it's sort of an indie game. Um, what is the full name? It's it's, it's something like tabletop racing. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, tabletop, it's tabletop racing. racing. It's effectively. Uh, sort of micro machines, basically. Yeah, um, it was quite fun. It's, it it seems one of those kind of pick up and play for a bit of fun uh, kind of games. Yeah. Um, the music of it actually made me think they were trying to go for a Rocket League type. Thing, uh, it, yeah. It's sort to of capture a similar audience. Yeah, I mean, People it kind of. Play this also played. Please. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems quite. It seems quite good. I mean, it, I I didn't get that invested into it to be fair, but I think it is a fun game to pick up and play and spend a bit of time on. Um, is it multiplayer? It is. Um, so that's one for the couch co-op, maybe a few friends around, ah, a few beers, point. a bit of racing. Definitely, actually, yeah, I think that would be a good couch couch co-op kind of game. Um, and it's got a few aspects like. Um, Mario Kart, not as detailed, but you can pick up uh, like power-ups and do different things with them. Oh, wicked. Uh, in fact, it's made by the same guys that did Wipeout, but it seems very different to Wipeout. It's not, nowhere near as fast yeah. for a start. Um, it seems fun. Like It's a fun free game. Uh, it's not, it doesn't seem that substantial. I mean, it's definitely yeah. one you can play with friends for fun. Um, but it's, it wasn't a bad sort of offering. Um... The other one was Tropica 5, which is actually quite a big 
Yeah, that strategy. seems like quite a big strategy game. Is that even that old, Tropica 5? I don't know. Um, it looks fairly new. Um, it's probably been out for, I'm guessing, six months. Um, off the top of my head. Yeah. Tropica 5, I think, has been out a bit longer than that. Uh, Is it? At least, at least on the PC. No, I'm sure it's been out for quite a while. Has it? Really? Wow. Hmm. Well, it was, it was quite anyway. I mean, it was good. Um... Oh, no, here we go. Yeah, it's been out a year, basically. It came out on the 28th yeah. of April, 2015. Um, it's a lot of fun, to be honest. I, I, I played it um, earlier today for about an hour uh, before we did the, the podcast, and I was I was really enjoying it, actually. Um, so, is it one you'll be revisiting and investing more time in, do you reckon? Definitely, yeah. Um... I mean, basically, you're sort of El Presidente. You're kind of a um, the president of a country, and the the king sort of. Uh, um, I think it's the king. Yeah, um, is you know you 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 sort of have this island that he's sort of supporting you sort of run. Yeah. Um, and the idea is you have a big revolution and and go out on your own, and uh, it's all very Che Guevara. Ah, right. So is it a sandbox? world or are the missions and stuff to do it's fairly sandbox uh it's pretty much like you get a choice of two islands to start off with yeah and then you just start the game and i mean it's sort of i think it does have a flow to it but it's yeah it, it doesn't really you know i think certain things because I, I tried i'd reset my game um on it and it had sort of some of the same things happening at the beginning but it's not really Right. That story based. I think it's just certain things sort of happen along the way that kind of yeah, yeah. to help progress the game, I guess, and yeah, get you into it. I mean, I'd I'd say you could definitely probably get a good night or two out of it, and maybe more if you got really into it. It's it's one of those games that reminds me a bit of Civilization or or something yeah, like that on PC. in that vein, a resource based management game. Yeah, although it doesn't really have. I mean, it does have resources, but it's kind of all very much more building-centric. Um, it's not as complex as, say, not the, you know, the, the, the basics of StarCraft are necessarily complex in terms of, like, building, um, sort of mining um, sort of things, but it it's nowhere near as complex as that. It's kind of very, yeah. like, you know, I'll build a plantation that does this or that, and you don't really do anything else with it. You don't really... Um, you then don't have to manage the product flow or anything. It doesn't drill down that far. No, no. So I mean, it's it's sort of casual, but it is you know it reminds me of Civilization in the sense it's the kind of thing that you'd probably play at a weekend, yeah. leave it for six months, and come back and probably get a load of fun out of it again. Really, it, it seems like it's a pretty good offering actually for for PlayStation Four because they've had really rubbish. Well, not rubbish games, but they they've mainly. They've been Rubbish a bit lackluster. Right lackluster, yeah, maybe. They've sort of focused a lot more on kind of indie titles. So I think I did use the wrong word there. I mean, they are good games. A lot of the indie titles are played on PlayStation Four, but they're not—they're not really substantive. They're gonna—they're gonna, they're gonna right. sort of pique your interest for a short while, but they're not necessarily going to keep you invested for a long period of time. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's one thing that uh, I think the PlayStation 4 is often better at than the Xbox One. 
the just the kind of the quality of the indie games that you get on the PlayStation Four often yeah. seems to be on there seems to be more of them on PlayStation Four than there is on the Xbox One. Well, I think they did a deal uh, with a lot of indie developers, and they made a big deal about making the PlayStation Four when it came out um, to the have a big focus on indie. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Like, I mean, stuff like oh, uh, "Don't Starve" came out first on the the PlayStation Four. I know the Xbox oh, has it now, but it, it was certainly PlayStation Four first. I think that's the thing. I mean, I think think when the consoles are coming out, PlayStation sort of very much focused on the games. Yeah, and Xbox sort of was a little bit schizophrenic about what. How they, what it was going to advertised it, yeah, yeah, a multimedia center or yeah, yeah. I mean, it is essentially a brilliant console, the Xbox. Oh, it is. They yeah, just marketed it, I think, really badly. Yeah. Um, and there's it, there's a lot of benefits to the Xbox over the PlayStation, like backwards compatibility. Yeah. Um, you have to on the PlayStation Four, you have to actually. Uh, you rent the games via PlayStation, PlayStation now. now. Yeah, we yeah yeah you can rent them or you can just sort of, you know, sort of pay a monthly thing to play some PlayStation Three games, but it's not really your own. It's not necessarily your choice. Yeah. Games. Oh right. So do they just give you a selection each month? Yeah, it's a bit like in Netflix. Oh right. Type of thing, but it's it's. I, I mean, I mean, there's some good stuff, but it's, you know. Again, like I really like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I'd have to I buy love Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, FF7 no is like amazing. <laughs> no, come on, Dad. Why, why don't you like Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, actually, my save file corrupted at the last save point. Oh, that's so harsh. That's so not fair. The backup of the save file. <sighs> I think I'd cry. Yeah, I think I would. No, no wonder you you're not so keen. I I wasn't particularly happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long game, isn't it? It's about. 50, it is 60, yeah. really long. I think I'd put about 120 odd hours into it. Well, if you take all the time to power up and kill all the different weapons, then yeah, it's I, I really long. Everything. Speaking of which, we could use that as a segue to games we're looking forward to. Yes. Because we could actually include potentially the Final Fantasy VII Remake in there. Yeah, because that, that's going to be next year, is it? Or are they at least hinting towards that? They, they haven't said, I think... I mean, That's kind of what I'd expect. Yeah, because it's meant to be episodic... Dot dot dot. Um, yeah. I is it coming out on Xbox as well? I don't know if they've said. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I expect it would. Um, I think because of course would. Final Fantasy 15 is, and I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm intrigued to see what they do. Because it, they, they felt like they'd lost their way a bit. Uh, for me. Oh, they did. The last... After 10, I found it. Yeah, went a bit. after 10. I was never gripped in quite the same way. I don't know whether that's just me getting old or, or whether they, they did kind of lose their way a bit. So this I... may be 
before the FF7 remake, maybe one of their kind of last ditch attempts to, you know, re-spark the series. Mm. I mean, I don't think that... I don't think it's an age thing. I mean, I'd happily go back and play FF7 or 8. Um, or 9. Yeah, or definitely. I love the card game from 8. Oh, that was great. Wasted triple, hours triple. and hours on that. I think it was. That was my favourite Final Fantasy, actually. Ah. But yeah, I mean, 15, 15 and 7 remake all, all seem pretty exciting. I mean, 15's coming out in September the, September the 30th. Yeah. Um, and they're doing a film and a... There's already anime. the YouTube videos, like a, a TV series intro to it, isn't there? Yeah, it's an anime. I think I think it's going to be a six-episode anime series. They've already got one or two episodes up. I've watched the first episode. It it didn't really seem to tell you a lot, but it was oh, quite it fun. Not? No, no, no. I haven't <laughs> checked it out actually. It was still a little vague for me. I, I guess it's just kind of introducing the characters, <laughs> getting to know them, and then a uh, bit of fighting. Well, the film that they're releasing before the game comes out, I think it's called Kingsglaive. Yeah. Voice actors are—I don't know his real name—but uh, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Wow! And Cersei from. Uh, oh, Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Oh, Lena Headey. That's it. Almost got it. <laughs> and there's someone else as well. He's also really famous. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've not seen a lot about it. Oh, and Florence and the Machines are doing the. Uh, Sounds they've right. done kind of the yeah if you watch any of the demos they've they've done the cover of stand by me haven't they for yeah and that seems kind of powerful not as good as the original though oh of course not it's good, it... it's good though i mean it's it's interesting apparently they're using the same song for the japanese release as well right wow so but they're going pretty sort of balls deep in this one i think they really hedging their bets on this a lot. I, I get that impression. But they, they do seem to have the, the backup plan of Final Fantasy VII waiting in the wings. Yeah. I mean, I hope it does well, the new one. I mean, I... I so do I. If, I. You know... I'd love to love a Final Fantasy game again. I would. Because just absolutely so many hours of fun and pour into them. Yeah. Talking about fun, that's what I'm... Uh, Lego Star Wars. Yes! Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. I really love the Lego games. There's always loads of uh, in-jokes for the fans. There's there's three levels of humour designed at the kids, the adults that have to watch, and, and just franchise jokes. Yeah. So I really can't wait for that. Um, I don't think there's really been a bad Lego game, has there? Uh, there's a couple of weird ones, like um, some of the DS titles. Mm. Like I can't remember the names of them off the top of my head. Um, but anything that runs on the Traveller's Tale engine yeah, it's, it... is, is brilliant. And uh, The first one was... Uh, the original Star Wars, Lego Star Wars. Yeah, that was um, awesome which is, fun. Strangely enough, is the 
uh, highest selling Star Wars game ever. <laughs> really? Yeah, it holds. There's a record for um, number of sales. Wow! It's it's one one of the most popular games ever, apparently. So that's uh, crazy. Awesome. But it, Lego Lego seems to have the, the kind of the golden ticket. It's, yeah, it's the power of two, effectively. Take Lego and you put it on any other franchise, and it's a win. Yeah, definitely. Jurassic Park was awesome. Uh, Jurassic World, sorry. Um, yeah. Indiana Jones. I mean, there's so many titles to uh, think of. Yeah. yeah. If uh, it's a, a big franchise type thing, then quite often there's been a Lego game yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> there's been sort of just Lego sets, there's been a lot of them. Uh, a lot yeah. of franchises, things like SpongeBob SquarePants, and um, now they've picked up Doctor Who, which is quite a cool. Have they? Um, yeah, I yeah. was pleased with that. They're doing Doctor Who sets. Um, there's a Lego uh, Dimensions, the uh, the Toys to Life Lego game. Uh, it's got a whole story mode, uh, extra mission, that you can buy as a, an add-on pack. So you get the Lego to play with as well. So you get a Lego Doctor. Which uh, is well. awesome. But you get the, the bonus of having the Lego to play with. I mean, Which it's is quite always good. a good thing. It's cool. It's a good sort of way to market, isn't it? Because you kind of, you know, you're sort of hitting both sides, really, the physical Lego and also the, the games themselves. With most Toys to Life games, it's generally a case of you buy the the figures, you put them on the portal, and that's it. That's um, all they do. You swap them when you want to swap characters. With Lego Dimensions, they've made the portal integral to the game. So you have to... You've got to build everything as you go you through. Yep. Um... Which gives it an extra element, but it also works quite well because all the characters and the vehicles, they're all made up of playing Lego. Yeah. So you can play with your normal Lego. Um, God. I've heard all sorts of rumours about um, potential development ideas for it. Um, a popular one was a scanner that you plug into your console and whatever you build turns up in-game as you built it. Oh, wow. I haven't seen any concrete evidence for that at all. So. God, well... Probably being developed in Lego's secret R and D lab right now. <laughs> the magic box. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm strong, seriously looking forward to that one because unlike normal, uh, the well, the last Star Wars games in the past uh, for Lego, the first one was three films crammed onto one disc. Uh, the second one yeah. was then they combined them as the complete saga. All on one disc. All on one disc. This one is going to be, and that was just a standalone, uh, a DVD disc for a Xbox 360. So yeah. Um, now it's going to be a Blu-ray, and it's one film. So really, yeah. There's only one. That, film. That's got to be a load of content. Uh, there's also going to be a season pass for it as well, which is the first time a Star Wars game, Star Wars Lego games had a, a season pass. Season pass. And they generally tend to be. Very well priced, um, good value for money. If, um, buy the season pass they, rather they than buying the DLC individually. Yeah, they're, uh, they're usually under a tenner, usually about nine quid. Um, yeah. You usually get character packs. Um, with Marvel, you've got uh, an extra 40 characters. Wow. Something like that. And you get yeah. extra levels as well, so you get more stuff to do. 
Which is awesome. So that's good value for money. For for extra content. And I think I think stuff like that works for games like that a lot more than for example, say Battlefield or something. I think it works a lot better for something that's a bit more of a kind of single player slash couch co op kind of experience. Yeah. I do think there's a yeah, real definitely. issue with trying to Lego uh, Lego is definitely an awesome game for couch co op. It's generally the only yeah. way it works. Yeah. And I think but, that's the thing, I mean I think I think with DLC it is it is seems really good for certain types of games, but trying to apply them to something like a, a online shooter to me doesn't make sense. Yeah. It gates community so much. Right, so we've only got one more thing to talk about, I think. Is probably the game that we're probably all most excited for. Should be No Man's Sky. Yes, very excited for that. I'm definitely coming around your house so I can play it on your PS4, <laughs> though. Yeah, we need to have a good, good game of it. It should be quite interesting, really. Also going to be available on PC as well. PC. So, for those of us that don't have a PS4, can play it on PS uh, on the PC. Is there any talk of an Xbox release? No, I've seen nothing. Not that I've heard of. I think it's going to be an exclusive, um, like a late swap over, like they've done with Tomb Raider. Uh, I'm a bit good about that. I reckon it will come out on Xbox sometime in the future. Yeah, it's bound to. It'll, but, uh, it'll probably depend on how well it's received, how well it works. Um, the whole yeah. procedurally driven creation of the universe is quite an interesting one. Definitely. And and the fact you can name the all the stuff in the universe if you're the first to discover it. Yeah. The only problem with that, I think, is it. I think until we all play it, we won't have a great idea of how it all works, because what I'm wondering is... Will it start to feel repetitive? If you see what I mean about what, yeah. what you can actually do. Like, I see that. The ideas are amazing. The size of the universe, flying through the atmosphere, um, you know, sort of customising your ship and all that kind of stuff. These are all things that I think are amazing, but once you get in a system of, like, finding resources, do your yeah. thing, move on, like... Will, will it just it get... become a grind? Yeah. We'll have to see. Anyway, we should probably uh, probably stop there. This has uh, been quite an epic epic one, I think. Yeah, it has. <laughs> well, that's not a... Hopefully it's not too bad a start. Yeah. And I think what we'll do as well, I think... Um, yeah, I mean, if we're ending it there... Um, you know, I mean, if, 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 if anyone... Had, you know, if anyone has any suggestions or have got anything that they'd like us to talk about... Uh, please let us know in the comments because that would be that would be great. Really, it gives us a bit of a direction, and this is our sort of first attempt as a as a group to get this get this off the ground. So any any kind of feedback is great, even if you tell us that we're rubbish, it's it's good to hear because then we can All work on getting gift. better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, excellent. Right. So yeah. thank you for listening. We will catch yeah. you in the future. Really appreciated. I hope you've enjoyed uh, the popcorn. Oh yes. Oh, if yeah, you want to get in touch with us and, and send us anything, ideas, etc. Dad, uh, do you want to do it? Uh, yeah, it's thermonuclearpopcorn at gmail.com. We'll include a link to that in the underneath the video description. Description, indeed. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. That is us. Thank Bye. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers.